Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. If you want to be my friend, I do. you would better go and get a pen. I will. And maybe we can keep in touch. You got it. Like, like they did in the old days, it wasn't so long ago. Go. You did spice it up. <laughs> Adaptation, wow them in the end. Wow. Wow. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Silverman is our guest Welcome, Sarah. on the show today. Finally. So fitting finally. for this, too. Finally. Because <laughs> with dream. your pod, you're, dream you're telling people all the time, be like, here's what you need to do. Here's the deal, right? Right. So we get these letters in from all sorts of conundrums and life stories and stuff like that. Should I get a dog? Do you like my new haircut? Here's the time I dot my dad robbed a bank. And are these letters emails? They're all fake. All sorts. No. <laughs> we get handed after shows. Sometimes we get handed we'll get letters. Handed, we'll get handed a letter. Uh, we have a P.O. box, Care of the Pen Pals Podcast, 5419 Hollywood Boulevard, Suite C, number 121, Los Angeles, California. 90027. Or the pen pals bot at gmail.com. That's right. And that's, we get emails, we get uh, snail mail, we get care packages, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, that's basically it. That's wonderful. Any that's advice so you give today has consequences. And you know what? Really, honestly, we saved a marriage. <laughs> we did really? save a marriage. He wrote us back. How, tell me how you did. Yeah. The guy wanted advice because his wife had gotten sober, but he still carried a lot of anger from the abuse she put him through with her alcoholism. And we gave a very, we always say, not professional, but we answer as two people who get really give a shit that to the best of our ability and our patreon is people's follow-up letters so we say like let us know what happens and that's where we read follow-up letters and he wrote us back and said uh, he didn't plan on it 
but she listened to the episode. He had left it up on the browser, the YouTube, and it opened up a conversation between them that they, he didn't think they would be able to have, and she didn't know they needed to have, and they're never, they've never been better. Yeah. You guys. We're heroes. I mean, yeah. You are. Yeah. In their story, <laughs> yeah. and in your story, and yeah. in my story. Well, which starts today. <laughs> which starts today, folks. What about um, you? Have you really helped some people out? Have you heard back from anybody? That- yeah, people will call back, and it's it's so awesome. I love hearing. And it's so funny. It's so smart how you guys monetize that. I don't oh, know yeah, how yeah. to do that. No. <laughs> well, we're working on it. Yeah, we'll It's so smart know. because I'd be like, how did it turn out? Oh, click. Yeah. We'll do it. What? Wouldn't what it- happened to my bank account? It's gone. Yeah. You- too many clicks. Too many, too many sagas you wanted to... To see a fold, the tell you play what, out for a small seventy five percent fee. We will run your Patreon. You just do those follow ups. We'll cut you that twenty five percent. Oh my you god! You don't have to do anything except give us the the recording. Give us the rights. Yeah. Just in okay. <laughs> and that's why I'm we're on lie. strike. This is how that's dumb. Basic. And that's like, why I am. Yeah. That. Like you're kidding, but that is how dumb I am with all. Like if someone's I'm selling me kidding. a car, I'm like, right. okay. Like a house. I That's why we're striking. We How many people watch this? We're not going to tell you. Fine. We're good with that for yeah. at least 15 years. Yeah. I've fallen for it every time. Like, <laughs> I guess they don't know who watches, so they can't pay us actors. Have you guys been picketing? A bit. Not enough. I feel guilty because I went away from town for a month. But yeah. I, so I feel so much pressure to honk. Yeah. I'm, right. <laughs> I'm doing my part. Did you see they put, the studios put up citation notices? What? It is illegal. What did it say, Lissa? So they have like, you know, construction, like the banners or whatever yeah, yeah, that yeah. where they're like, this street will be closed. Instead, it's like, it is like unlawful to honk. Excessively. Excessive when... honking is unlawful according to, and they like cite something. It's right by Warner Brothers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, are we bothering them? Which, right. is, so, yeah. which is such a dumb I mean, move. You've told us we're bothering you. Yeah. But also if someone drives by and honks, are you then going to pull that person over and go, hey, and hey, excuse me. What was the motivation for that honk? Are you supporting these picketers? Right. Or was there a traffic yeah, I'm sorry. communication? It's just, it's just that you hate the person in front of you. Oh, okay, good. Right. Yeah. The, the, the person in front of you is like a color or a gender you don't like. That no, is the oh, deal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry he bothered you. We oh, the, light, the light turned green writers. and they didn't go fast enough? Is right. that why you honked? Right. Yeah, no, I honked you for You couldn't be the <laughs> sixth car turning left on a three-car light? That's why you're mad? Yeah. It's okay. He was just honking from rage. Yeah. It's just rage. Yeah. No, they don't even care about these writers. It wasn't writers. support, don't worry. Doesn't give a shit. Also, the thing, it the wasn't point support. There, it wasn't the problem of support. Any cop who pulls you over, you're going to be like, so you're not a union guy? You're yeah. Not, you're, right. not a, you're not a union guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the crazy <laughs> thing is when you do pick it, it's like, if cars go in or out, you stop. And it's just like, right. aren't we supposed to make this at all inconvenient for the people right. inside? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean... Uh, Rory, my Rory. I know. You're both my Rory. Is it bizarre that we get so confused so You and Sarah? Often? Did you see the- Me and Sarah. Oh, I sent it to uh, you, the flyer for a show that yeah. Rory was in, and it and it was his picture, and it said Rory Scovel. I did- Really? Nick, I did Nick- This started- This I don't know when it started. I, I would say for me, this I did Nick Kroll and Friends at Largo a while ago. Yeah. And he was like, ladies and gentlemen, Rory, and as I'm already walking out, he's like, Albanese. And so I grab a mic, and he apologizes. But, but what it, it was, Rory's yeah. going to be so it happy. Was kind of it never happens oh, yeah, that it's way. Going the other way. Well, it's, it's going the other way. It was kind of great because it gave me this like starting point in my act. I was like, oh, I'll start with this, and it was very fun. And I knew Nick felt like 
bad about it, but I was like, yeah, I, go, I get it. Like, we're at the same venues. Sure. And the name Rory, it's just whoever you've seen last, it's probably rolling off the tongue. But then uh, uh, Rory was doing shows with her in Boston to record your special. Yeah. And someone like reached out to be like, Hey, uh, she wants Rory to come and do the show. So I messaged you, remember? And I was like, "Hey, I would, I would love to come and do it, but I just, I can't make it for the dates." And she was yeah, like, "No, like, it's for Albany's." And I was like, "How? Who is confusing like my agents? <laughs> my agents called. I'm like, he's my husband, Rory Albany's. Of course, he's come. He wanted to come to see the special, so he opened. I wouldn't. I felt he then Scoville texted me. and was like, "Oh, I would love to." open for you in Boston. Like, I would. why would he fly I to Boston would. to open for well, me? Well, here's why. Because with you, and I love this about you, you very, he very well may have been closing. Because if you're, I, I, it's, I've taken it from you on multiple occasions where I'm like, I'm having such a good time. You close. Where I'll, I'll go, I will still, I'm not going to fuck you. I'm not going to do an hour and 15. I'll do 40. So there's still something left in there. And then you come on, just crush with 20. Cause, cause that's uh, yeah. It's at Largo, getting to Sarah hang and, and be in the green room, and you don't, and it's yeah, still yeah. going. Cause like, the worst is you get done, guys. Hey, we're out. Or hey, where's they left when you were on? Yeah, like, like I don't go to a bar after. I don't do things after. I do like one thing in a night. So yeah. when I have Sarah and friends at Largo, I like going second to last because backstage is my after party. So yes. when I get off, I don't want the show to be over and everyone have gone. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I make someone else go last. I think that's smart. I love it. And then also a flyer just came out that uh, so clearly his picture. We don't look alike at all. Literally just the name Rory. And it's just the two of us. I don't know a lot of Rory comics. Sure. They're out there. Yeah. But at least in the L.A. area, I would right. say it's Albanese and Scoville. Yeah. And for some reason, two guys who do not look alike in any way are so confused. That's so confusing. So my name is under his picture on a flyer for well, a this, show they were the doing. That's the most frustrating because more often than not, it's falling under the category of not confusion, but yes. laziness. It's just, it's so strange. Yeah. Of just, just not going, not asking for clarification or looking far enough down. Yeah. But it's wild. It's well, the best the was memory. the, I, I was on the toilet looking at my phone. Yeah. Yeah. As I do so often that sometimes I pee and then I pee again because sure. I've been there so long. But this was different. Yeah. I was in the bathroom. I live with Rory Albanese. So I get a text that says, hey, you want to do my show? And I go, and my first response was, don't come near the bathroom. And he's like, okay, do you want to do my show? And I go, you have a show when? And he's like, Monday, every Monday. And I was like. And then I look, and it's Rory Scoville. <laughs> I had, like, in all caps said, don't come near the bathroom. I need privacy. I thought it was weird the time at the Laugh Factory you guys made out. I was like, yeah. that's not your Rory, Sarah. Oh, yeah, it's hard. It's confusing. They're both named and Rory. And I commit. I commit. I was like, is this a bit? I commit. I commit to <laughs> yes, it. Yes, and. Yeah. Um, should we do it? Let's take a break. Right. Can we come back? We'll take go. a break. Yeah. We'll be right back. Okay. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy to use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Let's go to the letters! You have them right there. You have yours. Okay. I mean, how do you know? Is it the which one? Well, what do you want to do first? All right, I'm gonna do. You're uh, gonna do crows. I'm gonna do crows. We both have the same two letters. We all have the all same of two us. Letters. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I said both. Um, Me and what, you guys. Yeah, we're an entity. What you got this, this one. Oh yeah. Okay. Daniel and Rory. They get it. Yeah, they're wrong. What? And also Sarah. Yeah. I tried to uh, come at that salutation with no forethought, and Daniel's name fell first. Make of that what you will. It's laziness. <laughs> Ever known someone who is the coolest except for one mildly crucial trait? Please explain to me the Counting Crows. I don't get it. Aren't they just middle-of-the-road pop music? What am I missing? I understand how subjective and meaningful music is, so I am uh, so happy you guys love them so much. How is it I can appreciate and respect your thoughts on 99.9999% of everything except that band? Are there other assumptions I'm making that could be wrong? Musical taste is a compatibility measure in a it, it, musical taste as a compatibility measure is it. a big deal to me. Somewhat crucial, even. This sometimes happens with someone and their political opinions too. That can be devastating to a relationship. 
ever know anyone like that. Thanks again and all the love. Always BL Bogues. Okay. Is that an author that wrote this? B.L. Bogues. The first assumption is that we both love Counting Crows, that you've gotten wrong. I think you listened to an episode, B.L., um, and you, you, I do I know don't, a I lot don't dislike of them. I do but like, I, I, know, I do I, like. I know that. I know two of the hits. I know the hits. I know, you know albums. I, I know two albums that I like a lot. Um, they're not my favorite Once band and in the everything world, but after I do and the wandering road. August and everything after and recovering the satellites. I like those albums a lot. Um, so I know a lot of the the lyrics to to those albums. I wouldn't say I'm in love with the Counting Crows, but I do like them a lot. They're not. <laughs> they're not. I, I just a, said that they're so not a eight tool times level for you. They're not tool for me. No, but they're listen, Counting Crows for me. I'm gonna throw something out, and and maybe you guys weren't don't remember, like didn't experience this. But okay. when I first came out here, uh-huh. ev- a lot of people very much, <laughs> very much liked. Um, Hootie and the Blue Blowfish. Yeah. And no one will admit it now. I yeah. Well, they were all from South Carolina. That guy's voice is undeniable. Of yeah, course. Darius. Darius Rucker, and it was hooky, and it made sense. Yeah, certainly. At the let time. her cry. It was let great. her cry. Yeah. Now, Counting Crows, I would argue. Hold my hand. Undeniable singing voice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Super hooky songs. Yeah. Sure. Now we can roll our eyes. We can think that we're above it. But the ear, what feels good in the ear, mm-hmm. has nothing to do with what we think is cool or yep. who everyone else likes. It just is like what we like and how it feels in our ear yep. holes. Yep. And I would argue that his voice is Adam Duritz. Yep. He's got a magic voice. Listen, I, I get knocked down. I get And up I again. get up again. <laughs> You're never going to get me down. Is that Adam Duritz? No. But it's another example, this time Chumbawamba, of a song that you might not want to like, Mm -hmm. but you like it. Right. You're on your feet. And when it's on, you are on your feet. Mm -hmm. When Mr. Jones and Me comes on, you think Rory Scovel just sits and makes his coffee? No. His butt is moving. When Long December comes on, you think about regrets you have. I cry. Yes. Because also, Courtney Cox is in that music video, and I think he was dating Jennifer Aniston at the time. He and did, I think that's both such of them. a strange... He went one to the other. Did he really? I mean, this is according to, like, Star Weekly or something. Sure. And I that's a valid that. source. A hundred percent. It wasn't like us. It was like, he did a little time with one, and then they, they probably mm-hmm. were like, you should... He was fun. He's more it. your time. I like that. He did a little time with one. I like yeah. that. Yeah. And did then a little time And then I like the there. idea that... Uh, Courtney might have been like, you know what? You're, you're more Jen side. Jen, you're more like all, everybody had agency. Everybody yeah. was in on it. I Listen, like that. There was a time I had a haircut. roommate. She slept with this guy, and then she was like, "You should sleep with him. He's got a great penis." And I Uh-oh. did. See, yeah, Every, all above board. Love it. What makes it great, though? And this is for my own insecurity. <laughs> Daniel, no, Daniel, what? Daniel. It's just any kind of semi-substantial size, width or lengthwise. That's what I've just, always thought. It doesn't thought. have to be amazing. As a matter of fact, amazing is sometimes not amazing. Right. So uncomfortable. And like then just the way level. he uses it. Because sometimes you see a guy in a porn and his dick's like not this crazy monstrosity that you know a lot of times called? can be. And I look at that and I go, no, oh, that's relatable. We have, I, have one of, I have a yeah. close friend in the industry. <laughs> we want it to be a fucking yurt site candle. Uh, he's in the industry. <laughs> he has what is called... He taught me this. A boyfriend dick. 
They call that a boyfriend dick. Oh. Yeah. Wait, what's a boyfriend dick? Just great. Yes. Fine. Yes. It does, it's fine. Yes. And you know what he else told me? Most of the time, every day, every girl he works with is very happy it's him in the scene. Because it's just a great boyfriend dick. Oh, in porn, he has a boyfriend dick. That's what they call it. Yes. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. Right. Because they're like, okay, thank God it's you. I didn't. When I looked at the call sheet, I was like, oh, God, it's 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 Cody. So I'm all, I'm all good. Is that his name, Cody? Mm -hmm. Cody's, boyfriend Cody dick? Steele. Very can good I, friend of mine. Great guy. Lo and and love the show. He just texted me a couple weeks ago. He goes, all right, dude, I had to. I've started Pen Pals from the very beginning. I have to listen to all Good these. for him. I'm like, you're going to become oh a paler, God. buddy. Can yeah. I throw... Remember, I love him. Remember when Jennifer Aniston got that haircut and the world changed? What, the Rachel? The yeah. Rachel. Well, it was the Rolling Stone the cover really showcased I remember it. that in my life where it had such an impact was when John and Kate plus eight, when Kate got that other... Are you What has now become serious? known as like the Karen cut. Yeah. But oh, the those two haircuts, I've never seen... Like where it was like, oh, that haircut, and it was like, that's the haircut. Wait, is that get. the spiky in the back, yes. long in the front? That yeah. I did a joke about this in my album, and I wish I had known that. I would have thrown that. Johnny K plus eight. She it, she started because I talk about this woman that it's like it. The back looks like it's for defense, and the front looks like you're going to prom. Like that's <laughs> what that's I it's, called it, but I could have done such a better. It's funny because objectively, if you just take the haircut and just look at the haircut, it's very new wave. Mm. Yeah, it is very mm -hmm. '80s new wave. You're right, mm -hmm. but it's become. House housewife. Yeah, yeah. It's be, it's become very. I'd like to talk to the manager. Yeah, it seems like it's got a very like authoritative. Yeah, it's very. And I don't know. I, know I never did? watched that show. I don't know if that's if, did, if that happened because that was her vibe. I don't know if she was like. It's that. like what came first, the the woman comic <laughs> or the like of vests and menswear. <laughs> you don't know which one. What came first? Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton, the, see, that's what makes me feel good about loving to wear menswear. Yeah. Because I do enjoy wearing menswear, but I go, oh, I'm such a woman comic. Like, I don't even know what came first. I love a tie. Right. I'm, don't hate a vest if it's cool Can, enough, but I mean, that's a vest you is. Sarah, you tell me to shut the fuck up. Do you think it possibly comes from uh, when you started, right? Started. Be, in comedy. Uh -huh. Of being like. I don't know if you meant menswear. When you started wearing, I don't. Men's I don't care. I, it's not I, like I w always wear. Men's I don't know if this is a reach. I can do whatever the fuck you guys do. I like wearing your fucking clothes. I'm gonna be a fucking stand up. I all you've all you've already crossed a hurdle of. I don't give a fuck if this is your thing. It's. I mean, maybe deep down, I okay, don't yeah. feel it because I feel like my comic brothers are my brothers. Of course, like, yeah, yeah, right, no, right, right, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, with yeah, any. Yeah. It's not like but, I never felt. You know, I think like. I never felt like I'm gonna show them. I just like no, I didn't this think it was conscious. Like my nature, right. it's definitely not conscious, but yeah, I think I am very by nature masculine. Where was your first mic? Stitches in Boston. So, like, it used to be next to this club called the Paradise on Com Ave. I was in high school. No shit, I, I did not 17. know that about you. Man, I'm just so jealous of you. Why? Like, we just you, talked like, about this. Went to college and then started. Oh, fucked around even longer than that. We, this is a, we just he talked about. He hasn't started yet. Still, <laughs> still <laughs> doesn't really. He, he's got an album and it just, he doesn't. <laughs> Did really well considering. Considering um, I don't. It's do a it. folk Americana album. Yeah. Yeah. No, Rory and I were talking in an episode that may have come out yet. I don't know when is what. Where we see, the only thing he thinks about in terms of age is when he's jealous of someone very young, 
doing a thing that he still hasn't even done yet or wishing he had done sooner, which is a thing I have because I didn't come here until I was 30. Yeah. I, and and so, but- How old are you now? 40, I don't know when this comes you're out. 40, you're going to be 43. <laughs> We're born over days. Great. The birthdays are around the corner. Otherwise, that's a crazy uh, question. Yeah, I know. Like, Wait, I don't, I don't know when this when comes out. How old? I mean, in a matter of days. We're so born. We're, we're born twenty four hours apart. So we're yeah. Same. That did seem ridiculous. Like, Wait, how, how old am I? Am I? Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I've had a hard time the whole year remembering yeah, how old hap- I am. That happens around forty three. <laughs> Does yeah. it really? Or probably around forty. Well, that you just like your body doesn't want to remember. I think also. I think yeah. it also. I think yeah. it also be, could become irrelevant to you're very healthy or very unhealthy. So it's like you just, yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's like how they go, um, J-Lo is the same age as like Blanche on the Golden Girls. Oh, yes. Yes. I'll do one oh more. And we, I, none of us need to get into this topic. But I just found out this weekend, Ron DeSantis is 44 years old. I know. What? Be my age. He's, He's 44. Yeah. He's 44. I would have guessed I... 58. Wait, I mean, can you believe how young he is for potentially dismantling the dem- our democracy? <laughs> what a go getter! And that's what Rory's jealous of when someone very young yeah. starts out doing what they love. And I'm just, I'm just so jealous of Ron DeSantis. Like, I want to be governor. I want to make the rules. I want to have suppressed rage that I take out on a word that I'm not so, sure the meaning of at all. Have but you seven- seen? You've seen this because you're on social media. You've seen certainly these clips. Have you seen him laugh? And have you seen him? attempt to be social outside of like a political speech like there's a clip of him like walking into a restaurant where he's clearly on a campaign stop and they you know everyone's there to support him and they got like a thing that he's gonna do and he cannot even slightly blend in with any sort of a warmth of like Oh, I, even as a bullshitter. Like, I have to come in here and bullshit with all of you yeah, and yeah, be yeah. likable. Right, which is the And game. there's zero ability to, like, not be a piece of cardboard. Like, <laughs> have you seen that? I have to look it which up. Which would make sense for like, him laughing looks so which is alien. Much like a shitty comic, which makes sense for why he's so addicted to all I have to do is say these things to get a response. All I have to do is hate these oh, people yeah. to get yeah, a response yeah. because... He can't, there's nothing really there. Yeah, he's a comic who wrote all his material on the road so it's shitty but gets laughs. You right. know, like, that's Trump, too. I mean, he's such a comic. Yeah. Like, yes. he just wants to be on the road. Even during his presidency, it was he was still having rallies. Yeah. Why would a president do that? Because he wants to do shows where he shoots yeah. from the hip and the crowd goes crazy yeah. and they're all just, like, going to laugh at anything he says. It is a high. Yeah. It is, but just yeah. be a comic. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just do rallies to know. Can like, imagine doing rallies, rallies you'd, forever. You'd, you'd you'd sell out Madison Square Garden in seven a, days in a row. Yes. There, Fuck Billy Joel's record. You can break it, dude. Yeah. You could break it. Yeah. But that was Leno too. He still. And we have friends who like they'll get a huge show that takes up all the time, and I'm like, why? You don't need to go up this much. But they're like, I just fucking love it. And and yeah. most people. Oh yeah, because Leno, I remember yelling at me, going like, Why do you? Do- I've only made four specials in my life. He's like, why do you do all these specials? You, you're burning the material. I have all my material, and I can use it every time I go out. It's like, oh, if that's fun for you, that's awesome. Right, it's no. like you wrote a play, and right. then you just do it for the rest of your life. And 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 that's fine. And believe if me, listen, like there's stuff. I, I can do material for many years and yes. before I burn it because I, I'm a slow honer, and I I'm the same. don't work hard enough. Nice. One of my favorites of yours when you would tell that little Sarah. girl. Sarah. When you would tell How that little girl you? at a party, like a three or four year old. Oh my God, Sarah. 
I know I, I got like shamed out of doing it in well, LA oh, a little bit. We so, were doing a show together at UCB and you were working it out. You and you even said, like, this is and I'm like, don't ever because I love I my I just got yelled at because I've convinced my nephews that there are levels to pranks. And is zero level is if it hurts the person or hurts their feelings, but it's one through five. And in my family, somebody's like, hey, these fucking, you're telling these kids that there's levels to pranks. And I go, is, what's the point of having these kids around if I can't create a whole canon of life that isn't real? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and doesn't hurt them in any way. Well, it's like Brian Posehn decided to raise his son. Um, thinking that Weird Al songs are the originals, <laughs> so that he thought like Michael Genius Jackson ripped him off. Yeah, <laughs> and they, he's like, "Wow, I mean, he's gonna hit an age where he goes." They took that you song. I think they Jackson really did totally good... ripped him off. <laughs> yeah. You but, guys, or, or he's gonna be like, "I think Michael Jackson did a better job." He really yeah. like yeah. it's more emotional, right? More... <laughs> you guys like more than words. Mm, no, it's something tells me you don't love me anymore. That's what you want. <laughs> Um, Wait, and, more than words. That's that um, song that all men love. Yeah. And Weird Al's video is an exact rip. And then he wanted to do something about that love. But he did his, you know, you put piranhas in the bathtub again. And and something tells me you don't love I me anymore. I didn't know he did a more than words. Is that video is an exact, yeah. Shot He's for so shot. awesome. Right. Is there, not that this is like, I, I don't think this is a guilty pleasure counting crows, but do you feel like you have like a musical guilty pleasure where you would go, I like them and I get that maybe other people are like, no way. Is that a Tons. guess for you? I get knocked down, but I get up again. <laughs> You're never going to get me down. Chumbawamba. Is it cool? I love any song that's like a group singing together. So yeah. much fun. Like, and I loved, um, when I was a kid, I loved Come On Eileen. Yeah. Yes. Bam, big, big, no, big music, big, you know, instruments. And mm -hmm. then like the, 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 the video was like, for, you know, Irish or whatever they are, yeah. like a world I'd never seen. You know, she's wearing like overalls with And you don't need under. any breath control. Like it's all, come on, Eileen. Like it's very, everybody could do it. If you're doing, the more people do it, the more you blend in and it sounds like you're all on pitch, key, I think whatever. Pitch so key, pitch in key. the late 90s, I was listening to Come On, Eileen. I go, this song is so fucking great. I'm getting the CD because there's no way there aren't more good songs on it. Sure. There aren't. There are. There you go. Not one other. That's the only good song. And, and that was fourteen ninety nine. You like threw right down the trash. Even Just garbage right comedians the, all the have drain. one great joke. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's peace whole thing. That when they when they end, somebody should get those jokes. Yeah, it, when they die, you mean? When they quit, when they finally have just they they're done. They, they got they work they negative worked themselves out of the business. Right. Because he has that one where he walked into it was stage of this guy and he never saw this guy do comedy ever again. But he just said, um, "Do you ever see a kid that looks like they have a full time job?" And he was like, I just, I think about that. And I've had jokes. Like oh, yeah. Like, and he probably was like, oh, I could do so much with that and premise. He did it. He did that joke for three years without asking that guy. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it cool? Again, I, I, I could unironically listen to ska. Oh, there's, there's ska I never that got I into love. ska, really. Well, no, no doubt is like 100%. a ska. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that feels like less ska. More but ska. It is. Pop ska. It, but it became, <laughs> it became. They were going to make that music regardless of where the, where it br the music went. It brought went. a ska flavor to the mainstream. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Probably the biggest ska song, like pure ska song. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Impression that I get. Oh, 
Oh yeah. That's probably the big but like real big Dickie, fish. Barrett. Yeah. Um nineties country I will unapologetically listen to and love it. Interesting. I love a lot of country, but I don't know what like what would be quintessential nineties. Garth Brooks. The Garth is definitely Oh the Garth. The Garth, the Garth, uh, Alan the Garth Jackson, era. early early oh, Toby yeah. Keith. Like bef- be- you know, before everything. I else. like more folk country, Americana country. I like uh I like um, you know, like Do you like Merle? Willie Nelson. I like Willie Nelson, I like Merle, Merle Haggard, yeah, Nancy Griffith, mm-hmm. Patty Griffin. Mm-hmm. Mary Gaucher. Uh, I don't know Mary. It looks like Gothier. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's pronounced Gaucher. Gaucher. Little coal miner's She's, daughter. Oh, I'll you always love get her. Behind. Oh, Loretta Lynn. Oh, yeah, sure. All that stuff. All yeah. Dolly. Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill's yeah. phenomenal. Jason Isbell. Jason Isbell. Very quickly. BL also is asking, though, is there something that would be a deal breaker for you in a relationship? I think it could be hard if the type of music you like uh, is also type of music that's very part of someone's identity, I could see finding out that the, your relationship isn't that compatible because following that band for a summer or being a part of the parking lot vibe and all those things could be a person who's like, it's more than just putting this on the radio. I it, I want my partner to also really enjoy this music or come at least come actively and happily be a part of it with me. I yeah. could see that. I'm not advocating for it or against it, but I I understand that. In terms of these two examples, I would have to say, you know, Wait, when, what are the examples? Well, I mean, I think in the examples of music, and then also he mentions political opinion. Oh yeah, okay. Got so it. if someone has a political opinion that I think is just, you know, if you've talked about where they're coming from, there's no like, I, I think that can be that can be the end. I think it can, and for we some got people, a letter it about is. this once. For some people, it has been the end with We're, me. Um, but I would say musical taste, like my uh, my wife, uh, Jordan, She what she's into and what she was into when we first got together, she was a big like uh, Rilo Kylie fan. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we would go, you know, we went to, I, I think we were in Seattle and we went to the show box or music box, whatever that venue is. And we went and saw Rilo Kylie. And I wasn't like into Rilo Kylie, but there was this sort of like, oh, I like that you're into it. And mm-hmm. so I like that in a way. I get to almost be a reporter who's like, oh, what's it like? It's so, all right. What is going on? And not be the kind of person that goes, hey, let me be skeptical the whole time so it's shitty and let yeah. me be judgy. But instead, just yes. like show up yes. and be like, yeah, I'll groove. And a if fun it's good, it's good. But also, yeah, I'm not going to pretend it's right. great just to make someone yeah, feel good. Lie I think my wife is a little bit myself. like that. You know, I love Tool. We've gone to Tool shows together. And I think she likes them okay. She doesn't make it a drag. She doesn't contribute anything negative to the experience. Yeah, she doesn't go, oh, I hated it. I think she goes, I think she also takes joy and pleasure in knowing that we're at a thing that I really like. And And I think there's that. I think there's that element. So, But also she could go like, Go with a friend that loves. And she tool. does. And yeah. I get it too. Cause yeah. I'm always like, I don't if you don't enjoy it, I don't want to have that vibe mm-hmm. hanging over right. that thing. And that's been the case sometimes. But I would say musical taste for me is not any kind of a deal breaker in any way whatsoever. It's just maybe, hey, if we're all on a long car trip together, let's not let you DJ the whole time. Right. <laughs> right. It's not gonna break it up. But if we're in a car ride together and someone's like, here's why I really think Ron DeSantis would be a great president. I would go, I don't know that I know you anymore. <laughs> right. Like, that would be where I would go, oh, this is different. Or if someone's like, I don't know, I think you should hit your kids. I would go, eh, th- these aren't like 
Oh, you like a band I don't like is right. so. You're not going to jump out of the car, but we, that would need to be excavated as to like how deep does this go? Yeah, and I how have far children together. Exactly. Yeah. I think you would go like right. ah, this. This does change my opinion of who I think you might be. Whereas if someone's like, you know what, I really like Counting Crows, and if I didn't like them, I would be like, all right. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, whatever. But someone's like. I don't know. I just like hitting kids to teach them a lesson. I would go, well, let's, why? Why is that? See, again, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. I, now I want to like, far apart now it's are not we? counting crows. Now right. it's like something else where I'm right. like, where is that? What is that? Where, right. where is that coming from? As opposed to, you like Adam Duritz? Where is that? Co- what trauma is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think in in terms of this, it's musical taste is not a deal breaker for me at all. Also, but she might be like, I love the thing. music of counting crows. It's not like she goes, I love white guys in dreads. Yeah, I want to. I want to sleep with Adam Duritz. Then it's like you know, a different. It's just like I just love that. I mean, that beautiful. He does a. He did a duet with Nancy Griffith. That's so great. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Do you remember? It's called. We can Google it. We'll figure it out. What about parking lot? Was it the parking lot one? Was it me- no? Remember that he did with uh, Michelle Brand? No, that's a um. Joni Mitchell. Joni song. Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Can I say something? I don't like that song. The Joni Mitchell version or the song I don't entirely? Like the parking lot song. Big Yellow Taxi. It's yeah. a classic. <laughs> it's of a time. It isn't. But you don't you know, know what you've got till it's gone. And I she get, like laughs like at the end and the recording, like and it's like on it, and it's cool, but it's, it's so definitely of a time. Poppy, yeah. yeah. There was just a recent interview with Adam, and he said that of all the songs that they do, their catalog. Every single one of them, he's had a night where he did not feel like singing it, except Long December. Every single night, anytime he's ever had to play it, he's excited and like glad he's doing it. Oh, he's like, I've cool. never had that with any other song, but I've never had a night where I was like, all right, we got to do this one now. He goes, and I don't, ex- I don't understand it. I don't know why, because I feel it with everything else we've ever done. But that one song, I've never gotten sick of playing. I've never had a night where I didn't I want will, to. I will say in, and then we'll get out of here, uh, get to the next letter. Yeah. But I it, I have always felt like the good thing about what we do is that the show can be anything and the audience like, great. I've always been like, oh, even if you're a band and you wrote this hit song, it was like on your first album, you are then playing that. You're tied to That it. song, the Jay Leno version, you're playing that your whole life and if you don't you almost feel guilty like when elton and we use this example all the time and it's always elton john for some reason but like when he puts out a new album you don't you're like that's fine we'll give you one or but two I, i'm at the concert so i want to hear give me elton john no one wants the new stuff well Ever. that's the jo- uh billy joel thing is like billy joel goes uh, after his last album he goes no it wasn't good I have no good songs left in me. I'm going to play the wow. songs I wrote that are good. Yeah. I'm not I'm done with my writing. I don't feel like I have it in me anymore and he's just like fine with it. Yeah. Which is probably a good place to be because if he gets hit with it again, it's so pure that he won't be able to deny it. Right. And yeah. he and then and and I'm saying this for real, he'll just be able to go I meant what I said. Well, I now can't help also it that he I... can just put out one song. Now you just stream a song. But how you don't good need do you think he felt? True. It must have felt so good when River of Dreams blew up because it did give him another one. I keep making this joke with people who are going to see Taylor Swift where I ask, does she play our song? Which was like one of her first, if not her first big hit. And every person I've asked, like maybe four or five, six people, all of them have said she does not play it. 
And I'm like, she doesn't fucking play our song. And <laughs> she she's a three and a half hours. Exactly. And that's what they all say. He goes, she did three and a half hours. It was unreal. And I go, I 100% believe it. But I'm thinking about it from this perspective of she must feel like that is so far removed musically from where I am now. And I have so many amazing hits. I don't have to play it. I bet yeah. you on this tour, there might be a night where she blows everybody's mind by doing that one of her right. first or her a songs. new take on yes, it. Yes, yes. Yeah. But she's almost come past it where she's not tied to that. I, like, I think she's brilliant. She is brilliant. She's an amazing oh, yeah. songwriter. Yes. And I'm embarrassed what it took to realize what a brilliant songwriter it is is a very, very patriarchal way, which is, you know, I didn't know her. I mean, mm -hmm. I knew her some of her songs, but whatever. And then Father John Misty, mm -hmm. um, he did a cover of Blank Space as Lou Reed. Wow. And then, like, the next day, he, like, took it off the air, uh, off um, the internet because he had a dream that Lou Reed came to him and said, not cool. But it is on YouTube, and it sounds just like a Lou Reed song. The lyrics could uh, totally be Lou Reed, and her lyrics are brilliant. And I, since I've become, like, a super fan, I think she's fucking... I think she's unreal. Yeah. And I've seen, like, stuff of people, like, industry who people, they just probably part of the patriarchy just automatically get, like, respect, being like, she walked in, and they're talking early, and it, it, within minutes, people are like, oh, well, none of us need to fucking be here right now. Well, like, three and a half hours yeah. in stadiums touring nonstop. She's also the only non, like, politician civilian who legitimately could have a chance at becoming the president based on write-in votes. <laughs> she really could. If she said it at all the stadium Dude. shows, all of her fans are going, all right, I'll, I'll have vote you that seen way. The, I would vote that have way. Have you based seen on the, options, the like, size right, of audiences... In any place where she plays where you can hear or sort of see part of just the, the audience. Like there are entire concert going masses of people in the nearest parking lot to where her show is happening. Yes. Of people just hearing it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's wild. Outdoor stadium. And yeah, it's I earned. never thought about that. Yeah, you it's could earned. You just do like the parking lot. Yeah. That was the dead. City. That was the Grateful Dead. Yeah. yeah. The Grateful. I would, yeah, I would say she is like gr the Grateful Dead right now. If they're like. Tour. Yeah, it's the people that age yeah. touring with her. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, other and the parking than lot scene. The tickets are right. so insane. But I'm How sure does you that like... get fixed? <laughs> oh, wait, we got to get out of here. Yeah. I, we have another I have such a fast oh, thing to say. Okay. Harry Styles, who has, he has had such a departure from his boy band music. He's One a direction. completely different I know, artist. I, if you don't say it, I'm going to. Every single show he sings. Uh, what Makes You Beautiful, which was One Direction's biggest hit. Yeah. He sings it at all of his solo shows and his what he has said, what he has stated is, I wouldn't be able to do any of the other music if that first song didn't exist. Yeah. I can't make the other stuff. So yeah. I'll sing that at every single show. I like that attitude too. Forever, because it's the whole reason why I get to do all yeah. this other stuff. So I appreciate when, that. When he yeah. did Sledgehammer on Stern. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I, if you didn't know already, <laughs> and if you're listening to this being like, Harry Styles, just oh, he's amazing. Just go venture over. Yeah. But yeah, have yeah, you yeah. ever been on the, um, have you ever called the Beachwood Cafe and been put on hold? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I have. Oh, I love that L.A. And, sentence so yeah. much. And I love how specific that uh, Yes, the best. <laughs> and being put on hold, which tells you something about them yeah. when you call. And they're, what they're, they're, good, they're a good restaurant. When you call, you're immediately yeah. on hold until they pick yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They, It picks up immediately oh, okay. and is on hold. And it's just this part of a Harry Styles 
song where it's like, the Beachwood Cafe. Oh, they sample <laughs> yeah. it for themselves? Oh, that's yeah, so like they just right. loop smart. like that, like lying that's smart. pretty much. Smart. That's smart. People, and the they have gotten so cafe. much, they've gotten so much business because of that. Like, and there, are, that's why, I mean, oh, it, it would be crowded anyway, I think. It's great. But like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that has. This is why my song about arc light doesn't even matter anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. Is there a song about? Oh, you guys have a song about the arc light? I'm no. working on it. It's unreleased until they come back. BL Boogs. Put on your arc light. <laughs> <laughs> Let us watch. Is that Lou Reed? <laughs> That's Lou Reed as Taylor no, Swift it's, as it's Father Neil John Misty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, BL Bogues, thank you so much. The great letter. Uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Roy Scoville, Daniel Van Kirk, and Sarah Silverman. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. And we're back, folks. Quick announcements. Go to royscoville.com. Yep, I'm out there on the road. But today's August 2nd. Yeah. So season three of Physical, uh, the final season, comes out today. So wow. watch it. Watch season two for all of you people who didn't know it was out there. It's been out there, but watch season three and come and see a show 
on the road. Yeah, you, you're back out in a couple I weeks. I gotta watch that. You gotta go. Because I he love Rory Scovel and he I love Rose Phenomenal. Rosie but, B. Uh, the first scene in season two is pretty fucking great. But he's Daniel's in it, and it's we oh. struggled with keeping it in. <laughs> That's what I heard from Rose. She said, "I'm sorry." She voted. Yeah. She was like, "I want that gone." Go to heard Daniel in the edit. <laughs> yeah. He's my podcast partner. <laughs> I want him in the show. <laughs> and oh, DanielVanKirk.com. Digital stuff is there. Also, um, all my live shows that are coming up. I'm out on the road. I will be doing a festival in Boston. That's not until October, but next month I'm doing High Plains in Denver. And then my special taping album recording is 11 11 23 at the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago. That's a Saturday night. Chicago. So let's some get together. I Kagi. know. I can't wait. Where I started, I'm coming back. Perfect. They call it the Windy City, you know. <laughs> no. Right. No, they do. No. They do. No. They do. Daniel. The Daniel. Lincoln City, too. Vanker. They do. Dot com. Sarah. City of Big Shoulders. That's true as well. Anything coming up for Windy you? City Heat. Um, no. Come on. I, I am starting over doing stand-up but here and there. The special's out. Oh, yeah. I have a special out on Max. It's called Sarah Silverman, Someone You Love. Yeah. Great. That's great. Yeah. Like you I can get it. my Rotten Tomatoes uh, audience score up because there's always like a gaggle of people that make my score as close to zero as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Isn't, well, that fun. Isn't that fun that people dedicate their lives to I such mean, a thing? I mean, it's so much focus on a stranger. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's <true>. like, <laughs> it makes me laugh. I mean, it doesn't really... You taught me something. You don't remember this? is back in the days at Earwolf. Remember those old studios? Yeah. And you said, no one I respect leaves an opinion in a YouTube comment. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah, and you go, so I don't care. Whatever they... Like, you're not anyone... If I found Who out someone that, that I loved and respect was writing mean things on YouTube, it would question my entire friendship with that. Them. That and although that, one of my best friends probably does that. <laughs> well, don't going know, back don't to learn. BL Bugs, that would be a deal breaker kind of thing. Like you're mean on some the internet. That, you're mean on the internet. What is that? Yeah, I'd have to dig that out. Um, uh, any Largo regularity or anything coming up? Nah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be at Largo and here and podcast. there. And uh, my podcast, which is on hold, hopefully by the time this airs, it will yep. be back. But uh, I guess I can't, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, don't. but uh, I, why, we don't, we're currently homeless. Oh, okay. Who well, wants it? We'll see. We're deciding. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you get excited that the special's out and now you get to start over? Is there some kind of excitement to going, and now I start the journey of a whole new 60 minutes? Yes, because it's like I get on stage and I have to be brave enough to eat shit yep. and mm -hmm. have nothing and have pieces of things. And I know that that's what you got to do. And that's mm -hmm. it. And like at places like Largo, but really anywhere, I find the improv, the, any, the audience is like, totally. All right. What you got? And when something doesn't do well or eat, I eat a bowl of shit, it's just like, <laughs> this is the process yep. and I'm in it. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so it's pretty cool, but also I feel like taking a chunk of time and doing nothing, but I don't trust myself with that because when I'm not at all busy, I can't even do one thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't even like do my laundry. If I have nothing to do, I'll just stay in bed and start sinking into depression. So, you know, who I doesn't have the courage to eat that shit? What? Jay Leno. Fucking A. Right? Fucking A, dude. I always know? said. Maybe I feel bad I'm since he was burned. Stick it to him. <laughs> He's nice. He's nice and yes. living his life. May he be healthy and wealthy and wise. And his wife, Mavis, does a lot of He's our next things. guest. He's our next guest on this show. Uh, oh, hey, Jay. Hey. Jay. Jay. Um, shall we? 
Yeah. Let's, Let's go, go to, to one, one final, final letter. letter. Do 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 bop beep Whoa, this is, Wow. Wow. It's okay. long. Oh, yeah, it is. All right, here we go. All right. Dear Rory and Daniel. Yep. That's that's right. That's part that's where it feels wrong. That's right. I wanted to write and tell you about a feud with my next door neighbor that I have somehow found myself in. Last September, my neighbor was getting his house painted, and apparently the contractors could not finish the job without access to my fenced yard. This would not normally be an issue, as I want to be as reasonable and accommodating a neighbor as I can. However, he did not ask my permission, and I almost let my dogs out into the yard with contractors in it. My neighbor texted me at 1 a.m. the morning of, while I was asleep, to tell me the contractors would be in my yard at 8 a.m. He didn't ask. He just told me it was happening. If I had let the dogs out, there could have been a serious safety issue as they are both over 80 pounds and capable of causing serious injury if they were to bite someone. I firmly told my neighbor that the lack of communication was unacceptable and that I need more notice in the future. He did not like that at all. He then sent me a rapid-fire barrage of short texts. You know the ones. They wrote, you know the ones. Some of which threatened legal action. Others called me racist. And my favorite was when he called me a sullen ball of morosity. Morosity? Ooh, I, I want to meet this means. person. <laughs> Sounds hot. A hot white dude. ball of Some background. What? He is a boomer. Sullen I am ball. a young woman of color and a first-time homeowner. Our relationship has been uneventful up until now. However... He has demanded in the past that I move my car out of my own driveway so he can cross over into mine while pulling his boat out of his garage. Being a first-time homeowner, I foolishly obliged whenever he told me to move my car, thinking I was being neighborly. But I now see that that was inappropriate, and he was likely trying to set a precedent for use of my driveway. Long story short, the owner... Of the painting company ended up calling me, apologizing, and he told me that my neighbor was supposed to secure my per- my permission beforehand and appreciated my concern for the safety of his contractors. This was validating, so I feel like I was not in the wrong here and feel good about sticking up for myself. I let the painters finish their work as long as they always texted me to make sure the dogs were secure before entering my yard. They were super re- reasonable about it and left me a 24-pack as a thanks after the project was done. As for my neighbor, we haven't spoken since. However, it's summer now and boat season, so it's right about time for him to start demanding I move my car out of my own driveway again. I'm actually having quite a bit of anxiety about this inevitable future interaction with him. It's hard to explain, but our garages face each other and the driveways are between our garages, so it would be easier for him to get his boat out if I move my car so he could drive onto my driveway as he's maneuvering the boat. But... I don't really want to talk to him, as he clearly does not respect me at all. It also feels violating to think about doing anything that he might demand of me. How would you handle this issue with your neighbor? I feel like an F2F, that's face-to-face, is pointless, and he has already made it abundantly clear that he is not interested in reasonable discourse. I also don't need an apology from him. But it does feel like I am letting him win if I allow him to speak to me again without ever addressing his behavior. WWPPD, what would pen pals do? Sincerely, your pen pal, E. Ding dong ding ding. So many thoughts. Sarah, go. Don't you get angry? Aren't you like angry now? And yet you're co opting anger? At least that's what I'm doing. Well, Well, no. I I, listen. This is how I see it, but, you know, of course she's right. Yep. But 
He's a boomer. He said racism, so he like white racism. He tried to he... white race. <laughs> okay, so he's a mess, right? Yeah. He's a mess. Yeah. Maybe not in his domain, but and he's a he's doesn't have the he has the skills from a time when where he was your age. You could bully women, and it wasn't um, that was just life. You it know, was like, just communication. I need to say this definitively so that she doesn't give me any sass. Mm -hmm. And then women who say I'm sorry way too much will go, oh, oh, sorry, yes, of course. Yeah. So of course, don't put up with that. But there's a way to go, boomer, Rick. You know, you've got to. He's your neighbor. It behooves you to have a great relationship with him, and that relationship doesn't does not include um, submissiveness or right. anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. But if it you doesn't go, need fuck aggression. you, you can't use my You're driveway, saying, yeah. and now he can't get his boat out, and he can't have like his joy. All of this would have been avoided, obviously, if he said, "I'm so sorry. Do you mind if blah 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 blah?" Of course. Or I and feel every like hell. I, 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 it's on me. I didn't oh, remember to the middle of the I night. I fucked up. I'm texting yeah. at one in the morning. I totally forgot. That would have been great. Not gonna I'm happen. I'm so sorry. But you're right. All if he went about it that way, it would feel good to help him out. Yeah. Can I say that? And really quick, you Sarah? would be also, lovely neighbors. Also, nothing she's gonna say is gonna make him that person. No, nothing you're gonna say is gonna make him that person. But and saying lies the fuck trouble. you now, you can't use my driveway is going to embolden and make true everything he's cooked up in his head. Yeah. I'm not saying let I am saying let him use your driveway, but I'm saying go over with a fucking 12 pack of Bud Light or mm -hmm. probably not Bud Light although that would be <laughs> but that would be the funniest maybe. I, yeah. I actually think Bud Light you're I think this is right go over a 12 pack of Bud Light you know and say um the the pa painters left this for me because they felt bad but I'm bringing it over to you and we're sharing it yeah one and one or you, tell me about your boat yeah or and, you, you old know, son of a bitch him hey yes I'm, I'm gonna move this car Rick but if you don't tell me that you're getting housework done, I'm going to burn it down. Wow. Like the old son of a That's bitch. I think, this is what, I think she's saying guy, don't do that, right? No, no, no. You're no, saying do no, that? You're going to make this guy your bitch. Him. You're going to make this guy your buddy. Rick, you know you almost got two contractors killed you. today? You know you almost got two contractors killed today? I didn't know what, that's what we're doing over here. Exactly. You son of a bitch. Yeah. You son of a you bitch. You son of a bitch. You just want to get son of a bitch. My dogs would have eaten those guys. He would love a you old son of a bitch. Rick? I, didn't, I never thought I'd say this to you. You're a son of a bitch. We don't know. You, guys, you almost got these two contractors Rick, don't make killed. me arm wrestle you right now. Now, guys, we don't, don't know this. We don't know that he's going to take this and say, We don't know any of this. But yeah. what I'm saying is go, go. the gift he doesn't have, <laughs> the gift he does, the tools he doesn't have, which is yeah. talking to strangers, right. communicating with others, right. putting on you everything he fears you're seeing when you look at him. Yes. Which is happening of course and right. probably accurate but this is just back and forth fear and rage yeah ping-ponging mm -hmm. stop the cycle yeah you're gonna change his life by loving him can i interject and going you motherfucker, See, yeah, I motherfucker. Not, give me a hug right now or i'm gonna you know i don't know whatever yes i'm but with you but manipulate him you will have a dream neighbor and believe me he's gonna be helpful to you if oh, you get him but also if you get him if you to get love him, you he's gonna fucking cl if you clean get him, your gutters oh if you get him and an ex-boyfriend shows up at your house that is a problem or girlfriend or girlfriend yes or lover yes of any sort 
Rick is going to go, she told you to not come around here anymore. Like, You're going to make him your fucking personal. He's going to, you can do this. Make it so you are his jewel. You are, he's your protector. You can manipulate this into that. And it is manipulative, but in, but what will happen is you're going to love him too. But here's my, here's my devil's advocate in it though. Go for it. How do we know E is capable of get? This is such a personality trait. What if she can't get to this place? This to is talk how to I feel. Sarah like and I, and probably you, and to, probably you, are know how to motherfuck somebody into like kindness. I can't yeah. talk to people like literally knowing who I am, and I am extroverted. I'm also very introverted, but I'm also yeah. like obviously I can get on stage and open up and be vulnerable. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the way that you talk to strangers as your non-stage life, and the way Jay Larson talks to strangers in his non-stage life Lump is so opposite of me, where I'm just more. More like I can't believe you just made fun of that guy's shirt. I'm 42, and I'm like, I can't believe you just made fun of that guy's shirt. And oh my god, he got a laugh out of it. I on stage, I would say anything, but in this bar, I'm like, what if that fucking pisses that guy off? I live in this other place, oh. and if you said, no, just talk to people like that, I don't know that I can just do it. And right. I'm just, I'm putting myself on E here as an example. Like, you know, E might also be like, I don't know that I can just call him a son of a bitch because maybe that's not there's who also, she is. There's also this added element where there's already been an established like. Uh, uh, contentious exchange. So it, I think it needs to start off it's with coming like, from yeah. But I don't think like it's a, a feud. Re- oh no, I don't think so either. But I think whatever conversation happens next needs to be like, we got to start over, Rick. Like it takes a, it'll take a lot. I think it I can like be done. I like that we named him Rick. Listen, I, I actually was going to ask, where did that come from? Don't be smart. Came from, came don't have truth. legalese. Don't have Mm-mm. be. Smart isn't what how we communicate. It's not work Heart with yeah. is how we communicate. So even if you go, you son of a bitch, and he goes, what'd you call me? You go, oh my God, I was trying to make you laugh. Vulnerability. If you show vulnerability, he is unable to show vulnerability because he lives in fear. He's just surviving. Mm-hmm. But like you can, and I'll tell you how I know she can do this because she's a listener of pen pals. Yes. Oh, I like that attitude. Oh my God. I also think the biggest takeaway in what, like Sarah, you and Daniel are both saying is like, get on his, like be on his level with everything. Like don't, don't go in there trying to like, uh, do you know what you did? Strong. Uh, yeah. Strong arm him or like, or lay down the law. Like he's never going to respond to that ever in a million years. So change, change the approach. Okay, I think yeah, is yeah, the here's, yeah, yeah. here's another yeah. thing you can do. That's similar. If, if it's applicable, ask him for help. Go, my my car won't start and I don't have jumper cables. Mm -hmm. Guess who definitely has jumper cables? Wait, can you lie about like that? What if he does bring them over and your car could start? No, you can't lie. It has to be a real thing. But you're a homeowner and every day there's a real thing. Yeah. And enlist him to help you in a way that you know he's going to be able to help you because it will make him feel so good. And that energy is going to transfer onto you, and you don't even have to talk about the before stuff until you're already laughing. Yeah. I, I love. That I have. Idea. I have a question, specifically because we know an event that is going to happen is that Rick is going to come over to ask her, not ask her, to tell her to move the car, take me there. Let's give her what. What does she need when that? Because that's that where the first joke starts. That moment is. Coming. I'm going to move this for you, Rick. I'm going to move this for you. But you better hope I don't get a fucking boat because I'm parking it in your driveway. Like it's some sort of like, oh. Right. Yeah, but what if like, he goes, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> what if it's this? You've got to move your boat. You've got to oh, move yeah, your car because of my boat. Remember, he doesn't boat. ask. He tells, yeah. yeah. you got to move your boat. And she goes, 
hell yeah, I'm gonna. You want to know why? Why? Because I love you. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Or and you're delicious. Yeah. And also, you will then you're gonna do things for me when like yes. I don't yes, know how to exactly. fix it. And, and because go, yeah, she I leaned will. in and said it like that and pinched pinch his cheek, they just start fucking like that. They become. <laughs> this is their meat cute. Can this you fuck meat? him? This is like you've got mail. This is like you've got mail. They start out opposites. I challenge this you to make him kid. your best friend and the best neighbor of your life. Yeah, and but the I, best story to he's tell. He's going to expect when he asks you to move that you are going to come back very hard. And hard in a like the aggression way you were saying, not like the joking. So if, to me, it's and I don't know if this is possible, but if it was me, it's need you to move your boat or need to move your car. I write back, happy to do it. But just so you know, this year... Every time you have me move it is a time you're taking me out on it. And then he's like, wait, what? like. Or you like, write back. You, you make, if I'm going to keep moving my car, I got to get off boat. of the ride at some point. I can't stop you'll never take into negativity. And never want to do. <laughs> but then he's oh, like, wait, yeah. are, do we, does that yes. mean you like me? Do we get along? Am I, have I misjudged you? Yeah. Because when am I getting an invite to this boat? That I keep moving my car for you yeah. son of a bitch. Or uh, you don't have to say. Or he tells you to move your boat, and you go, "Come make me." And then you sit on your stoop with a beer, couple six pack of beers when he comes over. But no, that could be Sarah because he'll just keep typing and be like, (laughs) "I'm fucking with it a lot." Right. Go over to his house and with a whole tray of burgers and be like, "I made too many burgers." (laughs) And (laughs) ate too many burgers. No, I made too many. I made too many delicious. I made too many delicious burgers with a whole basket of freshly homemade fries. Now we're back to I think you should leave. Now we're back to. I made too many burgers. You don't like burgers. You told me you don't like burgers, and I made them. I used to be a real piece of shit. Slick back hair, sloppy steaks. Can I? I want to say. Can I tell you why I made too many burgers? Because I used to cook in prison, and just see if he's like, well, "You've been in prison. You cooked in yeah. prison too." Yeah, I have Rick. <laughs> can I? Tell me if I'm wrong. This is a complete con- guess, conjecture guess I'm making. Ooh, a conjecture. She guess. feels Love like, it. in retrospect, that. Her moving her car caused him to feel like if he was talking to his buddies, got this new neighbor, I fucking tell this bitch, move that car. She moves it every time. Yeah, that's that's not- how she feels like. When, when in actuality, if you made me guess, somebody goes, you got that new neighbor? And he goes, yeah, she's the best. Every time I need her to move her car, she moves it for I me. don't know. Like she, Do we I think got, that's I Rick? locked out. Because I, I don't think he's self-aware enough. It's the same I thing think of how I, you ask someone something and how you treat a person. I don't think it's true because of the texting with the, with the not with the contractors. And but either like, way, her she, being like, "Hey, let me know with more time," and be like, "I'll fucking tell you." But either way, she goes. I feel like I set a precedent of of him setting you know things he can make me do. Yes, that might have happened, but I don't. She's assuming he's even cognitive of that. That that's what he's trying to do he might be instead but of I'm mirroring he's a, yeah i'm sorry no i'm just saying i'm sure he's just a good old boy son of a bitch that is problematic and annoying and can make you feel little and doesn't know how to communicate correctly but you're not going to change it by telling him to go fuck himself you will have a constant fight with your neighbor who you said you've got to live next to or you can try to manipulate him and if that doesn't work then burn the fucking bridge this yeah this Torch this it. sounds corny but it's just true do not mirror his bad behavior. Show him how it's done. Yes. And be a neighbor. A good neighbor. There's nothing better than a good neighbor. Yeah. Oh, you you're know, right. I mean, listen, you know, I live in a neighborhood now and it's so exciting. It's like a neighbor lost her husband right away. We're like, 
can we bring up your trash cans? Let us, anything we could, and the whole neighborhood's like that. And when we moved in, we had notes in our yeah. um, mailbox, like, hey, we're your neighbor, blah, blah, blah. I have a neighbor that leaves eggs at our door all the time because they have chickens, you know? Like, yeah. it's just like, good neighbors are great, and you can turn a bad neighbor into good neighbor. He yeah. doesn't know better. He's older than you, but he's from a time that is so closed off and is so... You yeah. know, he's like from the fucking Mad Men era. No, he's probably younger than that. But like, you know. But he's an asshole. He's you from can another make him time. your he has asshole. He's a different set yeah. of skills. Give him some new skills. Show him how a neighbor can be. Yeah. And it can be by saying, oh, God, can you help me? Ba, 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 ba. And like or, you mentioned this too, you may get to a point where someday you go, you know, Rick, you really fucking pissed me off. That first year that I was of here. Of course. And he's like, what do you mean? Like, Once you, you break don't remember that when thing. You fucking... And he was like, I wasn't trying to piss you off. Be like, well, that's just who you are. And I had to figure that out about you. And he'll be like, really? There, that is a, I'm not saying guaranteed. Neither are you. That is a possibility. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's energy. So we know energy cannot be created nor destroyed. But bad energy is so catchy. It's like yeah. Oh, yeah. someone cut off Rory, my Rory. Oh. I just don't know why I pointed oh. at you. Yeah, wait. You're even wife. you're confused. Um, <laughs> and he was like this, and then he like snapped at me, and I go, I watched this whole thing of energy happen. I'm yeah. not taking this on. You better fucking pull it together and not let that guy ruin our time. Yeah, today, that's you know? interesting. But it's so true. It's like someone in traffic gives you the finger or something, or you, something happens, and you're... You're like, fuck you, fucking fuck, you know, and then the next thing that happens, even though it's little, is now, like, historical and, like, blown up because it's just, but you can change his energy, like, refuse to take on that negative energy, Rory make this a challenge to you to go, I'm going to take this energy and flip it. Yeah, because if you do, also, corny, but also, if you try all these things and they don't work, Get the other neighbors on your side, and you all kill Rick. <laughs> <laughs> that was not my Rory saying that. That was Rory Albanese, oh my who God. gets mad in traffic. You admitted he it. Admitted it. He well, gets mad in, traffic. in that e, everyone does. E, do us a favor, <laughs> if you can, please let us know what happened. Yep. Send it. Send us the letter to penpalspot at gmail.com. You already know the drill. Um, and let us know how you played this. You know the situation better than us. We're not going to judge you for it, but I just want to know what happened. And when, when, if we get, if and when we get your letter, we'll send you the link too, so you can hear it, or and we'll also, just message you and tell and you. And also, fully understand, we are very aware. It takes a lot to take all this advice that was given. It takes a lot. Yeah. It isn't easy to just go over there and be. It's this easy fun to person. give the advice. It is. Yeah. So to do it, you got to swallow hard and then just fucking. Go and it's not Kill easy, and you don't know how he's gonna react. So good luck. We're on your side. Agree. Worst case scenario, you end up right where you there are. There is right something now. you guys can bond over. Yes. You know whether it's like watching. Well, they're probably. Or... Well, if he's right about her, they're both racist. Yeah. Exactly. So they got that. Uh, oh, all right. That's we fun. wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk, Rory Scovel, and Sarah Silverman. 
Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of The Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Daniel Van Kirk Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash penpals. For only $5, you can listen to a follow-up letter every week, and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming Pen Pals news but the easiest way to support the show is to rate review and subscribe on itunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots hashtag grow the show Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.